When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 127A, NCT, of, <laughs> of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box. And Shay from the K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K-news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. So let's sit back, relax. And let's get it started. Yes, so on to our very first segment per usual, which is Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice, where we give you a breakdown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So Shanice, spill the tea. Yes. So Girl Group 5050 has announced a partnership with Warner Records. 5050 shares that they are so honoured to be working with Warner Records and they exci- they are excited to see what the future holds for them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're, they're this new rookie girl group and they're just exploding and everyone loves their song Cupid and they're just doing their thing. And I think they're from a really small company. I think That's I read what I was about somewhere to say, yeah. for promotions. I think I could be wrong, but the CEO had to sell his car or something to fund oh. a few things. So that like, is a very, very small company. So, but a good return on investment because yeah, they're doing great. We love that. We're here for that. So congrats to them. And hopefully this partnership will help them spread the message of... 50-50. I don't know where I was going with that sentence. <laughs> but yeah. Um, anyway, moving on from a rookie girl group to a throwback group from second gen. I know, we're going way back. So um, Teen Top, personally, oh. um, confirmed while on the Cut Woo show that the five members are currently preparing to make a comeback this year. Yes, people, this year, 2023, you haven't jumped in a time machine. It's happening. They're coming back. Teen Top's last comeback as a group was nearly four years ago. Team Top uh, recently re-entered the spotlight after appearing on NBC's variety show, How Do They Play? How Do You Play, sorry, where UJ Suck and his project group One Top covered their song To You. Following their appearance on the show, many of the group's past hits have been climbing back up on the charts and Teen Top even rose all the way to number four in the latest boy group brand reputation rankings. Wow. So they just thought, let's capitalise, let's make a comeback. So hopefully that pans out well. We might see a, a resurgence, which would be nice. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me today. I don't know. Lovely. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving on. Um, Starship Entertainment confirms that Monster X Joe Honey 
will be making his solo debut at the end of May. So keep your eyes out for that. He hasn't that's, had a solo debut That's yet. what I was about to say. I'm like, it's been... I, I'm surprised that he hasn't, but no. Oh, wow. He hasn't. So... Has any have any of the members of Monster X debuted solo? To mm. Come to think of it, I don't think they have, have they? Mm. Unless I'm forgetting, I don't think any of them yeah, have. Yeah, I don't know actually. Yeah. Well, here we go. We'll have to wait and see what he brings. And last but not least, um, a bit serious the story, and I'll just give a trigger warning. Um, talking about sexual harassment so if there's not a bit of you then you could just skip ahead to the next segment um but former BAP member Him Chan is sentenced to 10 months of jail time for sexual harassment after third trial I feel like this man is always in court but anyway um on the 30th of April the third division of the Supreme Court has announced to the lower court that Him Chan's sentence to 10 months of jail time has been confirmed in his appeal following, following the indication of his charges of forced harassment. The former idol's fair trial, this, this will be the former idol's fair trial for, the, for sexual harassment case that happened back in 2018. So in July 24, 2018, Him Chan was charged for molesting a woman in her 20s who went to hang out at a guest house with him, to which he claimed it was quote-unquote consensual and that quote-unquote good feelings were mutual. That makes me want to throw up. Anyway, um, on February... 24th of 2021 the Seoul Central District Court was given a sentence of 10 months in prison as well as 50 hours of sexual violence education courses to which an appeal was filed then of April this year no April 2022 sorry I don't know what year we're in anymore um April 2022 Him Chan admitted to all charges of his sexual assault and on February 9th, 2023, following his appeal, the South Central District Court finalised a sentence of 10 months in prison, as well as 50 hours of sexual violence education courses. Following the second appeal of this case, the third trial has ruled the same 10 months in prison and 50 hours of sexual violence education courses. Meanwhile, Him Chan is also on, a, also on an ongoing trial, child jesus um after being charged with molesting two women at a soul bar in april last year it was reported also reported that he is he's suspected of a third case of forced harassment i wow and 10 months is not a lot i i feel like in korea people go away for having weed for longer yeah they like they definitely get worse sentences um and and it'd be like a person like i'm not even talking about dealing weed i'm talking about it's like personal usage okay their laws are their laws i'm not gonna say what i think about weed or blah, 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 but i think you causing harm to yourself and you causing harm to somebody else i don't know i've uh, hmm. Once again, I think individual responsibility, the person is liable um, to do whatever they need to do to reflect on their actions or Mm -hmm. if they need to do time or any of that stuff. But I think this topic also ties 
back into, I don't know how young he would have been when he was a trainee or debuted, but sometimes I've seen a pattern when there's like an interference with someone's development, like they've debuted too early or they've been restricted from certain social interactions from a young age. We see Mm. these really quote unquote shocking outbursts or interactions when they're older, but they're not that shocking if we just look at the whole timeline. Mm. Um, This is in no way making an excuse for his or anyone else's actions. But I'm just saying when there's like a correlation, I think the industry needs to sort of think about what they're doing with some of their other artists. Cause we've heard very similar stories, unfortunately throughout the years. So I don't know if more like psychological evaluations need to be done. Um, I definitely, I don't know what laws and regulations are in place already, but mm. unfortunately we are aware that sometimes sexual violence is a huge topic with crimes and stories that come out of Korea and hidden cams and all of that stuff. So, yeah, I... Yeah. To be honest, I don't think he was that young when he debuted, to be fair. I think he was about... He was definitely over 20 at this point. Okay. So, um, but just to, you know, piggyback off what you said, that can... not saying in this case, but that can be one factor, but I think another factor can be as well. And again, I don't think... I don't think it's an excuse, but sometimes when, I don't know, you've grown up at a young age of women or whatever throwing themselves at you. Yes. Or you just, you're able to get yourself, get whatever you want, basically, with a click of a finger. And then that fades. How do people deal with that mm-hmm. as well? And again, I'm not trying to justify his actions. I, I'm We're not trying to, you know simplified the severity of it of course not but again as you said I think it is something to look into and again I don't know the in general whether you know you're famous or not I don't I don't know the socialization of people and and men and boys because I I do feel like in a way it's not just a career issue it's a worldwide issue of course from country to country or from state to state or whatever you know, things are different and there's different issues in different areas or whatever, but that can also play a factor into how people, how certain men think they're meant to deal with certain things because they've been brought up in a way where basically the world is mine mentality and mm-hmm. get what you want. That entitlement, yeah. Yeah, and that women are lesser and... I'm not saying that's what everyone thinks, but that that, that is a factor too. But either way, I don't know what's wrong with this man. Hmm. And 10 months sounds crazy to me. I feel like it should be longer. Because I guess like the other element, once again, this doesn't just apply to Korea, but as Mm. the victim or victims of any situation like this, it's one, sometimes feeling as though what's happened to you is somewhat being overlooked and isn't mm-hmm. being taken that seriously. Yeah. And then two, knowing that someone that's done these things to you is going to be walking around again soon mm-hmm. um, must be really scary. So, yeah. So if you even deep it, right? I feel, you, don't you do your, your, your military service for longer? For longer, yeah. That's wild. Anyway, but that's that. That's hot topics. 
Um, if there's any stories you want us to talk about or if you want to comment on any stories, then make sure you hit us up on socials at Hallyu at you. But yeah, let's let's pick up the mood and move forward to our next segment called say what we send your unpopular opinions dilemmas hot tea questions etc you can send that all to howut at gmail.com that's howut at gmail.com or you can submit a form anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash you at you so shay take it away Okay, so our very first unpopular opinion for today is, I feel like over the years many K-pop companies have only focused on performance and theatrics, and SM are the only ones who have really focused on vocal ability, because most of your faves can't sing live. Ooh, the team! I kind of agree with this in a general sense. I feel like SM, uh, our love, our love, and our love and hate relationship with SM, you know, to, you know, whether that's song choice, whether that's concepts, whether that's oh, this member's not getting enough shine or whatever. You cannot deny that SM has always produced some great vocalists yeah. in their agency, and and it's been like that since the test of time in my opinion <laughs> compared to other companies not naming or shaming because y'all ain't gonna drag me today but you know you know there'd be certain idols that would join a company and their voices are great and then I don't know what they do half along the way to the point where I don't know if it's straining, I don't know if it's like training with the wrong technique or, you know, just basically giving them songs that doesn't really showcase their vocal talents. And then they either come out sounding, not worse, because I, I don't think, I can't, don't, I don't think I can sit here and say, I know an idol singer that's objectively a bad singer, if that makes sense. But if you like compare from where they started to where they are, it's like... What happened? Mm-hmm. Or if we go back to the opinion where it's just like you don't hear them sing live at all. It's all like pre-recorded. And I think we have had this conversation before about we understand that maybe not every performance is going to be live. You know, of course, that's a lot of stress on the artist's voice or whatever. And there's times, you know, you just need to rest that voice. And I completely understand, especially when you're expected to dance and all these other things. But I feel like it's become so standardized now where it's just like, I'm just going to lip sync on stage. And then sometimes I also feel like the reason why that kind of feels a bit lackluster too is like, Okay, so you're lip syncing, but then it's either like the choreography isn't given or the choreography is not bad, but they're not, there's no, there's no oomph or, yeah, I I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I think as we can all acknowledge, SM has done a wonderful job with their vocalists. This isn't saying that SM artists don't also lip sync and... Mm -hmm do that but I feel like there's been a huge focus on vocal ability and quality now does that mean every single person SM is a Mariah Carey and is the best singer in the world no but I like the fact that they've prioritized making sure that their trainees and artists have those skills because at the end of the day this is 
an industry that is for, for singers or rappers or whatever you're doing, but your voice mm-hmm. is meant to be showcased in some capacity. I think focusing on the theatrics and the performance is completely fine because I think that's what draws a lot of people to K-pop. They like that it's out of this world. It draws you in. It um, takes you on this journey. And I think that's fine. But sometimes we see these artists that give wonderful performances and then say they win the award and they have to like do the live singing at the end to the song. And once again, lots of different things can impact someone's singing at a given time. It could be nerves, it could be shock and overwhelm from winning the award or whatever the situation is. But when we now hear them sing live and it doesn't match up, that's kind of sad. Yeah, I think once again, SM's done a great job. I think there are other companies that also have amazing vocalists and they train their artists really, really well. But yeah. I also think because of the heightened focus on performance and theatrics, I think the balance isn't right. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that Again, as you said, that is the appeal to K-pop, right? That it's so visually stimulating as well as, you know, what's the word for sound? Audio? Audible? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it, it, it sounds good at the same time, you know? And I don't know if it's because, you know, the pandemic had a part to play in that in the sense of because there wasn't as there weren't any live shows, you know, their focus was on, you know, making it look good. And, you know, we had a a similar unpopular opinion about the choreography and it's just how it will look on screen, not how it will look live. And then people complaining. Yeah, the camera move. Yeah. yeah, And then people complaining, you know, you go to see your faves live. And then the choreography, not that the choreography is bad, but the choreography isn't made to be viewed straight on. It's meant to be viewed with a close-up of shade and, you know, zoom out. And then, you know, it makes the moves look more powerful, if that makes sense, because it's full screen. Yeah. And different camera setups, if that makes sense. Um, So I think that's also part to play. But I actually have an unpopular opinion that um, I kind of wanted to address. Do you think the reason why there's been a lack of, I guess, attention on vocal ability could be down to the fact that a lot of people have complained there's too much nepotism in terms of idols. Yeah, to be honest, that's probably another reason. And we don't just see that in K-pop, we sometimes see that in the West as well. Yeah, I I don't know if it's more so now or if people are just, you know, the information's easily accessible now to see, for example... um, Sally is only in this particular group. Not saying that Sally isn't talented, but she can't sing as well. But because her uncle owns some random company that's affiliated with the company she signed under to, Mm. you know, it's like, oh, come on. She's, come on, you know, debut my niece. (laughs) Um... Maybe she needed that extra two years to be better. I don't know. Or maybe she needed to be in a different group with a different concept. But because of the pressure and maybe because of, I don't know, there might be some shady doings as well, business doings that will benefit the company as a whole. They're like, okay, she's not the worst in the world. That could be part of it as well. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know the politics. I'm not trying to like drag anyone. But 
I would be like, we can't just sit here and pretend that K-pop's all rosy and peaches and it's fair game because it's not fair anyway. This is life. <laughs> yeah, no, I think nepotism is probably something that a lot of people forget to consider when talking about this. So mm. I would say that it's an element that makes sense to have be a yeah. part of the conversation. Um, I also... It might be slightly contradictory to what I said earlier, but within K-pop, once again, I don't think everyone has to be a great singer. Yes. I think you that's, especially in K-pop, they divide up the roles. Like you have your vocalists, um, you have your rappers, you have your main dancers. So if everyone's great in their role, I think that's fine. But if you have a group and no one is vocally stable, I think that's then the issue unless you you're going into this space where people know you as just a dance group or just a performance focus group mm. i think that's different but if you are saying oh yeah we have vocalists we have rappers and no one is fulfilling the quota and I'm, obviously content is subjective and whether yeah, a song or a performance is good is subjective but i'm sure we can all understand if someone's holding a note or if someone's able to f- fulfill their quote-unquote assigned role so yeah it's a complex but even but even with that as you said you know everyone doesn't need to be the best singer but I think the main issue is not every group is doing you know the powerful scream at the end of their song or whatever right it's Mm. the fact that your record your cd your song is given one thing (laughs) and then when it's time to sing it you're not singing it. And bear in mind, not every song is complicated and has these intricate runs. And it's the same with the choreography in a sense of, you know, when it is for said person to sing, you're not doing a backflip and expect it to be like, whoa, you know what I mean? So mm. it's like, if you can't on your track, you're like A, B, C, D, but then you can't A, B, C, D on stage even though what I just did is not impressive, it's like, so you can't, you can't do what you, what, what is meant to come out of your own mouth that you've recorded. Yeah. That's not like crazy technical. I think, I think that's what that's, the issue is. I think that's a, a music industry issue as well. Cause I know mm. people have flagged similar things with people like JLo. Cause on a lot of her tracks over the years, there's either been completely different singers or like other people that contributed. So when it comes down to her performing, she's a great overall performer, but in terms of singing, people call her out a lot and say, oh, mm. but like that doesn't sound like her or she can't do that, that was on the track. So yeah, it, it, it's a sticky one. If you're selling it on the track, I think the artist should be able to do it. Yeah, um, at least uh, once once or twice, something. Yeah, It doesn't have to be every time, of course, when you're not a robot, you're human. No, There's going to but- be... T- sometimes something a little yeah. bit <laughs> give um, us something please something to work with so no I think that, that makes sense and that's fair and I think it's also finding that balance because mm. sometimes people complain on the flip side like their vocals were stable but the choreo wasn't given enough so yeah. if there's just a balance or people say oh why didn't they stick with the demo choreography like it's way more impactful but that demo choreography Girl, cannot be sing. done <laughs> so, I think that's why, I don't know if SM still does it. I know SM, they used to, for example, when they have a group and it's like their new song, like the first performance, they may not sing it live. They may just lip sync it and do the actual, just dance hard. But then the next couple of performances, the mic's on. So 
I it's don't just know. finding the balance. I think someone, I don't know if it was like a TikTok or some sort of video, but someone made a video that showed like how choreography and performances were adapted for like live performances and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think one of Itzy's songs, they have this really intense dance break where they're still heavily singing, but then for their on stage and live performances, they cut that dance break out, which mm-hmm. I, I think is fine. Yeah. But once again it's just finding that balance the audience being understanding but then as the artist and the company being able to deliver on whatever you're promising and showcasing yeah and also we're not blaming the idols in a sense because at the end of the day they're following orders and it's also down to the companies as well because another issue the reason why they may not be able to sing something that we are just like just sing it just open your mouth is because they're not getting enough rest because they're not eating well because there's this whole thing of, oh, Sally, you're overweight and she's fine. Like, just like little things like that, the mental strain. Yeah, there's lots of things to consider. And also sometimes for recordings, artists are made to sing in a completely different register that isn't sustainable for them to perform in every mm-hmm. time. So that's also another thing. But um, yes, yeah. thank you <laughs> for that unpopular opinion. You triggered a whole other <laughs> conversation. But if anyone else wants to add or contribute to what we've already said, or if you have a completely different perspective, we would love to hear it. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now on to our next unpopular opinion. This person said, Some of you need to calm down. Of course, some of your faves go to clubs. If you're passing out over Terry and P1 <laughs> Harmony in the club, P1 Harmony in the club, God forbid you hear about what other idols are up to. And they don't make trainees like Icon anymore because some of your faves have no stage presence. And at all? Okay. <laughs> so first the first all, part, idols in the club. Who, who, who's Terry? Was that Terry just made up? Is, t- is, that, is that made up? I just thought it was a made up idol name. That's why I was laughing. No, Terry is um, Taeyang. Taeyang? Taeyang? His name is Tay. I know his name, but my brain isn't working right now. He's in um, um, TXT. Uh, oh, but his, his English Terry? name that he goes by like is Terry? Yeah. Who gave him that name? I think he gave it to himself. Why would you do that? <laughs> I, no. I don't, I don't know the backstory. All I know is that when they were on show to view with Jesse and like, he was like, yeah, my name is Taeyang, but you can call me Terry. <laughs> Terry? No, uh-uh. I'm calling you Tay. What? Terry? Okay. All right. All right. I, I have to respect it. I'm sorry. You I just thought, I thought, I thought that was a made up name, like a made up idol. Like, you know how I said Sally? I just thought. Can you imagine a, a group day with Sally and Terry? Absolutely not. Um, sorry. Anyway, I'm going off. Anyway, yeah, so it's Taehyun. And so obviously there was clips that were circulating that he was in some sort of club. Terry and, then- and Harry. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. He was in, it looked like he was in some sort of club. Um, and then there's been some other videos. The, uh, these weren't the same clubs as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. But then also... 
Kiho and Intak. I, I don't remember his name, but apparently they were in a different club. And funny enough, there's mixed opinions from what I've seen anyway. Okay. Some fans completely looked over the fact that their faves were in a club and were just like, what is the music that is playing? Like, what was the music choice? You guys should have gone to a better club. What is this? <laughs> Mood. And then there are other fans like, how could they? And like, they were near a girl and... Oh, so, um, I just want to say I'm glad that idols are able to go out and have a social life. I think it's very important for them to have lives. So I like that. But I don't want people to be so focused on that to the point where companies now think it's an issue that there's going to be some sort of restriction or it's like you can go to the club but the club's going to be in a company building and it's just an <laughs> empty room no they need to be outside they need to live their life they're young and they want to have fun just like anyone else um and for the people that are like oh my god I, that's the thing the people that are complaining about it you're going to mess it up and then it's going to be these same people that are going to be like, oh, it's so unfair that these idols are treated so badly. They're not allowed outside. It's because of you. It's because of you. Because companies are just looking at numbers and dollar signs and one signs, right? So if you have these delusional people that are like, well, because Terry was in the club, I'm not going to buy TXT's next album and there's a drop in sales. They're going to put one and one together and be like, okay, Terry, you better club in your bedroom, in your dorm room, because y'all ain't going out. Yeah. And I think if they're able to just do whatever they're doing openly, it's going to be way better than if they're now having to sneak around or exactly. do more quote unquote scandalous things. I think... In the West, there are always stories like, oh my gosh, this person was seen in this club and X, Y, and Z. But it's kind of normalized for Western fans to know yeah. that your fave might be in this celebrity club or something. Whereas because, I don't know if it's because of the the parasocial relationships, fans feel like, oh my gosh, like my fave would never. And like, he's amazing. And he basically belongs to me. And he's a good boy he's just at home reading like he ha he has a life as well so I think it's just having that mutual respect mm. for people's privacy because it is an intense and stressful job so if that's someone's way of relieving stress or hanging out with their fellow friends or just being a young person I don't really feel like that's anyone's business mm. and then if they weren't meant to be there you guys gonna get them in trouble so mm. or oh, they might have to do a thing where it's gonna have to be just a club for idols, a club for <laughs> idols and but their friends. But that would friends. be worse. No, no okay, hear me out. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking of it as a fact of you know how. Okay, I'm gonna mention Beyonce. I know you don't like her name, but just hear me out. So when Beyonce has her parties, whether that's like the Grammy party, the Oscar party, or the Vanity Fair party or whatever, right? Yes, it's celebrities, but they are not allowed to take selfies they are it's all guest list so not everyone in there's a celebrity could be like you could be bring a friend but bring a friend or your page, cousin yeah. or but it's like everyone's on the same thing we're here to party we're here to have fun what, what happens in the club stays in the club okay yes people will know that so and so is there 
or it could be a thing where it's like secret location like they change it around so only the people that are in the know in the know of course there's going to be someone stupid that's close to someone that's going to be like oh um this patch is here and you know it might be a, it might it, it might get messy i'm not going to say that it's not but that could be another route that it may go down which will make things more complicated yeah i think just i'll run the manage. club i'll be the dj <laughs> if you're hiring well that would fix everyone's complaints about the music i love how <laughs> I, it's not unserious but where some fans priorities lie because mm. some fans weren't even i'm not saying they should have but they weren't even like oh my gosh like what's going on or tell me more they were just like what is the music choice yes what is going on so yeah, I, I don't think it's right to share footage from those sorts of things because, yeah. once again, it's probably their private time, they're off the clock, and it's their wind down or a way to visit friends. Because before many of these people were idols, they had lives and they have friends that they maybe mm. haven't seen for a long time. Um, so unless, I don't know, something terrible has happened and you're going to use the internet as a platform to raise awareness of it, I don't think it's anyone's business. And it's an invasion of privacy and yes. all these extra layers, so... Yeah. Mm. And then on to, oh, the second part of this unpopular opinion. This person also said they don't make trainees like Icon anymore because some of your faves have no stage presence. To be honest, I don't really watch live performances as much as I did. So I can't really sit here and be like, yeah, mm, mm, mm. but from what I've seen, yeah, some some of some of the, the, the people them are not given. I'm not gonna lie. Not that they're not talented, not that they're not doing their thing, but it's giving I can see that you're counting in your head that five, six, seven, eight, walk over here, point over here, shimmy little shoulder, sing my line, but there's nothing given in the face. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like Yeah. I think it's a very similar dilemma to when people compare like traditional acting and like proper quote-unquote acting and like TikTok acting. And this is no disrespect, not saying that you didn't put a lot of effort in, but sometimes the oomph isn't there or because Mm -hmm. some of these groups may have come up during the pandemic time and you're only needing to focus on looking good to a camera or Mm -hmm. getting your angles, the rawness and the realness and that stage presence that so many, especially OG fans, really love and crave yeah so it's like subdued in it because they're used to doing it to a lens instead of yeah and it's not saying everyone there are some amazing of course no it's not everyone but i i do get what this person means it's just i feel like there isn't an overwhelming amount of people like i don't know i feel like back in the day you may not listen to a certain group or you may not even know members and stuff but you're like oh my gosh becky when she's on stage I'm mesmerized. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I feel like it's very f- few and, and far and few in between. Again, I'm not saying that they don't exist. They do exist. Like new, I'm talking about like new gen or whatever. Like it, they do exist, but it's not. It's not a lot. Or or it feels like before in a group there'll be a a few or like the the state. They all have stage presence, but it's all in a different way. Whereas now it might be just like that one one or two people in the group and you kind of forget about everyone else yeah and i i don't know if that just is because some of the groups that are currently circulating or 
are the quote unquote most popular are new and they're still developing their image and they're still fresh in the space. But mm. I don't know, when we think of groups like maybe 21 and Big Bang, yes, they had choreo for most of their songs, but there were still a lot of parts within songs and even like their performances and whatnot where they there was no choreo, but everyone was just moving and giving mm. something in a different way. And that really exuded sh- stage presence and individuality yeah. and you get to see everyone. Whereas I feel like with some performances now, it's very linear and it's just hit all the moves and then nothing more. Yeah. So I also, I also want to blame it on the company because sometimes I feel like certain companies get a bit greedy and we need to stop with these uh, unpopular opinion. I'm just going to insert it. I feel like there's too many people in groups now. I feel like we need to go back to our fives, of five piece groups max because you can't highlight everyone yeah i think unless your the company has found an amazing way and spent a lot of time on figuring out how everyone's going to be showcased groups now say they have like seven nine more members there's probably going to be three key members and everyone else Mm. is with all due respect backup dancers and backup vocals which isn't fair no so yeah. Or they need to do it in a way where, and again, I, I can't see companies doing that because I feel like they're scared to take risks in a way. I know it's because money's involved. I get it. But it's not like, for example, just say we did have, just say we just take our standard seven, which doesn't seem large to us, right? But I'm just saying because I've, I really feel like it should be capped at five. But let's just take our standard seven member group. It's not like every comeback that they're highlighting a different set of members, if that makes sense. It will just be like, Sally's the forefront for everything. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So if there's a method that they can kind of circulate the members in a sense of, okay, this comeback, Sally, she did her thing. Next comeback, Becky, oh, she's bringing something else. And that doesn't necessarily mean Becky needs to be the main vocalist and she needs to sing. So for example, there are times when... You know, like Twice might have a comeback and Momo stands up because of her dance break. It's not because she has more lines. It's because she's given her something else or a different member at a different time because she's 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 given acting in the music video. So it's like, oh my gosh, this member really shone this time. Just so everyone me. has their light. Yeah. 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 And, that, and that makes sense because, I don't know, some people might argue, but like the centre and the visual of the group should be like very prominent. But I I still feel like, yes, you can assign those roles. Like, this is the vocalist, Mm -hmm. this one's this. But everyone's light should still shine through. Exactly. Like, in Shiny, for example, Key is their their visual, at least one of them. But he isn't front and centre in every song or every music video. Mm -hmm. And everyone gets to show who they are and have their it person moment. They have their shine. Exactly. And just to round it up, that's because they're, they're a five. Period. Point point proof. She's point like, this supports my point. <laughs> I think after five it gets a bit muddy. I'm not gonna lie, it gets a bit muddy. And you don't Who, you're not you're not above five. Has has anyone done it well above five? Well BTS, but I feel like because they've had time and I also feel like they've done it in a way where they're able to highlight different things within the group if that makes sense. So it's not always about RM it's not always about 
Jimin. It's not always about, you know, Jin or whatever. They found ways with their different songs and their different visuals to highlight different members. I feel like they do that really well, if that makes mm. sense. Of course, exactly. yeah, you're still going to have your favorite or whatever. You know, there might be a certain person that's always in the middle or whatever, but they still shine equally. But at the same time, I feel like they've had time to do that. That makes sense. And yeah. I feel like because they've put in so much work at the beginning and they've been able to kind of play around a bit, the transition's been better, if that makes sense. But I just feel like yeah. there's certain groups now. But anyway, I'm going around in circles. <laughs> we can bring this back the next episode. <laughs> One very brief side note that this has made me think about that we can just go over quickly is what are thoughts on you know those videos that are like line distribution and people get upset like oh my gosh this person didn't have that many <sighs> lines because I have not always understood that concept because if someone is your designated dancer of the group I think screen time is important mm. but I don't think line distribution is a good way to See, assess I feel like they go hand in hand sometimes because sometimes um for example as you said I, I thought line distribution is, is it doesn't make sense like everyone shouldn't sometimes for a certain song you're not going to get equalized and that's fine I think it's only an issue and again I think it goes back to my point about being a five member group because that will never happen or over five um like five with five people when you have over five it gets a bit sticky I can understand if you're upset that Sarah only goes <laughs> and that's it that's all she has but at the same time if Sarah's a dancer and she has more screen time you may not even notice that she, all she did was ooh because she has stage presence and she's doing the things and she's in the center so you didn't even realize that she's only had three seconds of lines I think you know these these days um you know fans can be a bit pedantic and a bit pernickety about everything about numbers about stream everything's about numbers whether that's seconds streams money like no one was just saying i just love the song about the sun hmm. do, you, do you know what i mean i just feel like back in the day maybe i'm so old you could have a favorite song and you'd be like, oh my gosh, I love this song. And then you go back and you're like, this song didn't even chart in the top 10. Exactly. <laughs> but it was number one in this household and it still has cultural significance. Like there's so many songs that, you know, people are still singing now, like from the 80s or whatever. And you're like, oh my gosh, this song was a banger. But when you go to, to look back and see when that song was released, again, that song was, wasn't even number two. So... Yeah, I just feel like, enjoy the music. Yeah, and let everyone shine in their own way, mm -hmm. please. <laughs> okay, and now on to our last unpopular opinion for today. This person says, NCT's music has been going downhill since NCT, the, um, since their NCT 2020 era. And I feel like Twice and Red Velvet are the only girl groups that change up their concepts well. Mm. I don't think <sighs> NCT has gone downhill. I don't think so either. I think, I feel like NCT, whether people agree or not, they, I feel like they do change it up a lot. They do try different things. I think just maybe their most popular things can be considered noise to some people. Um, or, you know, that's what gets the people going. 
whether that's good or bad. I think NCT may be not as prominent as before, but I feel like that happens with every group after a while. They're not, you know, new groups come in and whatever. I don't know. I think I feel like it's is it's down to taste. Maybe it just doesn't seem like NCT are everywhere as they were, in my opinion. That it may mm. seem like, oh, what's going on with NCT? Or maybe you just feel like their newer stuff doesn't resonate with you as much as their older stuff. That you feel that way, maybe? I don't know. Perhaps. So they, they said NCT's music's been going downhill since that time. So I wouldn't say their music's gone downhill, if I remember correctly. Like NCT, that 2020 era was like their epicness and it kind of meld and merged into the Super M launch and stuff. And it was like mm. very epic. And But I, I don't, I wouldn't say that their music's gone downhill. I think NCT has stayed very true to like experimenting and they still mm. offer 101 different sounds. Maybe it's felt a bit confusing or like things went off track a little bit because Obviously, Lucas's situation and mm. then new members came, but they weren't that active. So maybe things started to feel quite muddy for some people yeah. and unclear. Mm. So I can get that. But I wouldn't say that their music's gone downhill as such. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. And then the second part of this person's unpopular opinion is, I feel like Twice and Red Velvet are the only girl groups that change up their concepts well. Mm. Hmm. I do feel I do feel like Twice and Red Velvet do change up their concepts quite well. I think especially Red Velvet from the beginning, they've always, you know, had their their red and their velvet side. So they've always, you know, either had their playful songs or their ballads or whatever. So I can agree with that. I'm trying to think of other girl groups. I don't know. I don't um Mama Moo do very different sounds. That's what I'm saying. So I'm trying to think of girl groups that I feel like feel stale or feel like they're doing the same things i feel like maybe in some people's eyes certain groups change up may not seem that drastic and it still stays true to them so in their way they kind of feel like oh they're doing the same thing but it's not yeah or it might tie in more with that this conversation that we've had on the podcast quite a few times around like oh it's girl crush overdone and so if people are maybe feeling like certain groups aren't having as drastic enough of a shift, come back to come back. Mm. And the overall vibe is similar. It's a different, if it's, it might be a different sound, um, interesting, different visuals, but they don't feel as though they've branched outside of a certain concept, like whether that's um, girl crush concept or other things like that. Mm. Um, I think, but I do think there are a few groups that change it up. That's what I'm saying. I'm that's why I'm trying to think of the other end. Like, or is is there groups that girl groups that I can think of that I like? Oh, they should change it up. Yeah, maybe we circle back to this, or if you guys can think mm. of any good examples. Of or, or or they say sorry to cut you off. Or are they saying girl groups do change up, but they don't do it well? But then I can't even think of that either. <laughs> mm. Like I can't. The only thing that's that's stands out to me and again no shade i'm not coming for nobody was when people were all up in arms with the whole itsy sneaker song and the whole itsy boys like you sounding song but then i don't think they strayed too far from the itsiness 
it was just a change that maybe didn't sit well with a lot of people. So I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, and it's it's probably a very hard thing to do because with the examples of Red Velvet and Twice, if you hear the start of a song of theirs or you see a visual you're never going to second guess and not know what group it is. Like you're going to know, oh, this is a Red Velvet song or this is a Twice song, mm. but it could be something completely different. So maybe other artists, although we can't think of good examples right now, are struggling with keeping that essence of who they are and like what their group color is, but mm. doing completely different, different concepts. So that mm. might be another thing. Yes, thank you for all of those very thought-provoking <laughs> <laughs> opinions. But if you guys have anything that you want to add or any comments or anything that you want us to delve further into, please feel free to reach out and submit your unpopular opinions or extensions on what we discussed today. You can send those anonymously. Um, you can submit those anonymously on kpopbox.co.uk forward slash halu at you, or you can email them to us at halut at gmail.com. And now moving on to the last thing that we're going to do, well, second last thing that we're going to do for today. Um, someone asked us a question and they said, what are some reasons why you couldn't be a K-pop idol? And in the example that they gave is like, they're really lazy. They're not very social. They wouldn't be able to like interact with fans all the time. So what are some reasons that both of us couldn't be K-pop idols? I like saying no. Um... <laughs> Maybe the fan interactions, certain fan interactions. Yeah, I might not end up with many fans afterwards because I will tell you about yourself. I don't know if that's like the smartest thing to do because I don't want no one to come try to hurt me. Yeah, I think that's about it. Um, For me, I think purely the main one that I'm thinking of is purely the fear of having to do a fan call. <laughs> I think that fear alone would just shut down the dream for me. I couldn't do it. I'm so sorry. I I would put phones down. There would be so many refunds that my company would have to make. I would I would hang up the phone. Some of the things that people have asked these artists to do, I'd put the phone down. I'm so sorry. Um <laughs> that and I think I would slip out of my designated image too much mm. if I was meant to be like oh like the cutesy always happy one I would give a super blunt answer on a show or just slip out of character too easy they made Momo speak in a completely different octave for most of her career I wouldn't be able to do that so no, no. yeah that's fun and then on to our last segment for today which is on the radar um which is where me and Shanice let you know if there's anything that we're listening to watching or anything we want to put you guys onto so Shanice what's on your radar I have a few but I'll go through it really quick because I know okay. this episode is like really long um so first and foremost because obviously I wasn't here last week I was, I'm really feeling Taeyang's album. Taeyang's my baby daddy. Taeyang's my husband. I love him so much. Um, you know, Taeyang, if you're listening to this and you want to open up your marriage, I am here. I also love your wife. So I'm here and I will look after your child. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, um, obviously Taeyang and Lisa's collab, they both did that. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Nom, 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 nom. I'm eating it all up. Um, also, on top of that, I think Taeyang did like an interview recently 
and he revealed that you know his song eyes nose lips he wrote that after him and his wife broke up for a bit and i was like oh my god that's that's so cute you sung you sang your way back into her life and i'm just like that's beautiful um so i thought that was cute um also i'm jealous of pink panthress because she's living every um <laughs> k-pop fan's dream she got to meet her bias he chan from nct 127 i think she met all of them right i think yeah they made a few tiktoks yeah so yeah she's living the dream and she just cracks me up because she's always walking around with her little handbag and i just yeah that's such a mood and if someone doesn't collab with her with some sort of deal they are stupid give the girls some coins and last but not least tablo he tweeted i think this was this was like yesterday. He said, "True story. When Epic I, when Epic High was at YG, they offered to make us a light stick, and we asked for one that looks like a middle finger. And that's why, my friends, is why we don't have one." <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I think that would have been really cool. So YG, why are you being so boring? But um, yeah, I thought that was funny. God. <laughs> <laughs> On my radar. Um, nothing in particular. I've been seeing clips of that one survival show. I think that's just wrapped and they've formulated the group and it just seemed chaotic. There was like a clip where these two members were meant to like walk up to their position and they like just walked off holding hands. Um, there was another clip, I think just after they'd confirmed the members and congratulate everyone. And one of the guys were like, what's the group name again? And the host oh repeats it. And he's like, what? Yeah, it's a really <laughs> so, bad name, isn't it? It's like it's Zero like Base. Zero Base One. Why? Why? Like, okay. Um, I wish them the best, though, but terrible name. Yeah. All that I know about them is young, rich, and handsome Ricky. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's what's on our radars. And I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode we back baby we do love you ashley we do (laughs) i feel like we need to have an episode of all three of us on to be honest because they are like a third member now to be to be honest i've never seen shanice and ashley in the same room that's suspicious okay so you think you think i'm doing when when you're not here i'm doing two voices Mm -hmm. okay okay I hope you're hearing this, Ashley. Apparently, you're not a real person. So, anyways, thank you for listening to How You At You. And remember that you guys can send us any of your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, stories, requests to howlyoutea at gmail.com or you can submit them anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash you. And don't forget to rate us and leave a review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on. Mm-hmm. I've been Shanice from Kpop Box. You can follow me at kpopbox underscore. And I've been Shay from The K-Way. You can follow me at the K-Way on most platforms. Yes. And until next time, we will holla at you. Bye. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 